Hello and welcome back to Expand with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today I am deep diving into, once again, one of my favorite topics, which is simulation theory. And I had a huge breakthrough the other night in understanding that simulation theory is flawed. So not only am I going to really just lay out the basics of simulation theory, but I'm also going to be adding to the theory as well. So whether you have no idea what this is, or you've done a lot of studying about it, you will learn something new in this epic half-hour podcast. So the first thing I want to talk about is my own personal obsession with simulation theory. Even before I ever knew what it was, I was interested in it. And we're going to be talking about what it is and all of that great stuff. Uh, Just to start off with, I just want to mention that simulation theory is basically the theory or understanding that we are all living in one giant virtual reality, right? That everything that we have around us is actually just an illusion, that it's not real. Now, we'll talk a little bit further about this, but I wanted to mention my own obsession and you know, how this has sparked my own internal exploration of this theory. So ever since I was a kid, I was obsessed with the game The Sims. Some of you may know it, some of you may not. Maybe you're a millennial uh, and you love it just as much as I do. And to be honest, I'm 26 and I still play The Sims. And, you know, now they have, you could be an alien as a sim, you can be a ghost, you can be like a child, right? So I've always been really, you know, intrigued with this video game, The Sims, because you can make your own character, you service all of the needs of that character, you build on your skills, you build a career, you build a family, and there's just so many different options and directions to take as a sim, very similar to being a human. And so I've always found it very fascinating to play out different realities within different characters. I will say, though, typically I play myself in The Sims. I always make my own character, and then I'll have a variety of different realities to play out as myself, which is always really cool. Now, the second reason why I've always been obsessed with simulation theory without even knowing it is I have always been really pushing and seeking for the purpose Why are we here? Who are we really? What is the purpose to all of this? And I believe that simulation theory, it's not all of it, but it definitely leads us in the right direction. So let's talk about some definitions before we go any further. What is simulation theory? So I had to Google this because I don't really know what the real definition is. And basically the definition that came up, I believe maybe it was on Wiki, um, is that all reality, the earth, humans, and the entire universe is an artificial simulation. 
and the definition even said that it's most likely a computer simulation, right? So once again, this is just a theory. This has not been proven, but a lot of astrophysicists, quantum physicists, and other really cool science people have looked into this, and they basically all come to the same conclusion that it's most likely that we are indeed living in a simulation. Now, before you freak out and think that your whole life is a lie, <laughs> we're going to talk about how this could actually be not so much of a scary thing and quite a liberating thing. So we're going to get to that. But let's further break down the simulation theory and the definitions so that we're all on the same page. So if the definition of simulation theory is that all of reality, Earth, humans, and the universe is just an artificial simulation, what is the definition of artificial, right? We really do need to break this down. So I did look this up as well, and the definition that I found was artificial is, it basically means that it's not occurring naturally or it's not real. Now, I'm sure we can talk all day about what is real and what is not real. I mean, there's just so many things to go into with this, but I'm not going to talk about that, right? Let's just take it at face value. Artificial is just not occurring naturally. That's what artificial is. Okay. Then I just wanted to further define simulation. What is simulation? So artificial is that it's not real. And then the definition of simulation that I also found on Google is the imitation of a situation or a process. So we have something that's not occurring naturally, and furthermore, it's actually imitating a situation or a process that is occurring naturally. So that's actually what that definition of, you know, it's an artificial simulation, right? Okay, so that's very interesting. Now, let's just go over the arguments for simulation theory. If you are really interested in deep diving into this topic, please do your own research because I don't have enough time to talk about all of the things. And it goes very technical. So I just briefly um, pulled up a couple of the arguments towards and for simulation theory. The number one argument that I keep hearing over and over and over again is that the universe is just simply too perfect. If you've ever learned about or heard about the Fibonacci sequence, the law of one or the law of binary, and if you've ever seen or looked into geometry or sacred geometry, you start to understand that every single facet of this entire universe is created around this divinely perfect sacred geometric structures. Once again, it's almost too perfect to be natural. And when we take a look at computers, and we even take a look at the functionality of our brains, we start to also realize that those functionalities, those simulations, if you will, are also very divinely perfect. And we've all learned in, in school that nature isn't perfect, which is definitely a lie because it is. It really, truly is when we look at nature mathematically. 
Okay, so that's argument number one, is that the universe is too perfect to be natural. It's got to be a simulation. It's got to be created, right? Okay, argument number two for simulation theory is simply the use of supercomputers, virtual reality, and artificial intelligence. We were unable to even conceptualize the understanding of simulation theory in the past because we weren't able to create technology that could think for itself. Now we have these incredibly powerful supercomputers that basically function very similar to a human brain and we have virtual reality, which is really kind of blending the lines between what is real and what is artificial. And on top of that, we have artificial intelligence that is beginning to think for itself and, and really recreate what it is to be human, which is kind of scary, but also kind of cool, right? And so now we're saying, well, if we can create these technologies in less than 40 years, you know, with our advancement, then it just makes sense that eventually we're going to create our own reality and our own world with our own sentient beings. And we're just going to play out different situations and scenarios just to see how we react and respond or how this new civilization reacts and responds. So that's basically argument number two. Those are the biggest arguments for simulation theory. Now, I just want to remind you that one of the richest and most powerful men on the planet right now, Elon Musk, stated that there is basically a one in a billion chance that we are not in a simulation. Just take that in. I mean, a billion is a really big number. And he says that it's a one in a billion chance that we're not in a simulation. Basically saying that there's a billion chance that we are in a simulation, if that makes sense. And that's really powerful. And he, he has a lot of information, right? So I just want to play a little thought experiment with all of you. Just take the time right now, maybe you're driving, maybe you just ended work, maybe you're at work, <laughs> maybe you're walking your dog, right? But just, just take the time to think, think about this with me. Think about creating a computer simulation. Now let's go back to the, the, the video game, The Sims, right? So you've got all your little kind of um, people, let's call them, um, in this computer simulation and all of a sudden, you had the power to give those sims or those people free will. All of a sudden, you're not controlling them. You're not directing them. You have given them free will. They can feed themselves and, you know, create healthy social dynamics and, you know, throw parties and make decisions and get married and do all of these things. And now think about these sims or these beings that we created in an artificial video game, right? Think about them all of a sudden waking up. And what I mean by that is the word sentience. All sentience means is that that being, that living thing, is aware of itself. Which means that when you look in a mirror, 
you see yourself, you understand that you're living on this planet, and you can conceptualize the idea that you are a part of the whole and also simultaneously separate from the whole. You are sentient, you are awakened, you are aware of your existence, right? What if all of a sudden these characters in the video game started to be aware of their own existence? What would that mean? Would that mean that they now have full responsibility over their own lives? Or would that mean that we now have responsibility over what they do because we created them? It kind of messes with your mind, doesn't it? Okay, so simulation theory does not have to be a scary thing. Now, one of my biggest problems with simulation theory, and I'll just kind of put it out there that at this point in time, with the knowledge that I have, I do believe that we are living in a simulation, right? Once again, it's not a scary thing, uh, but I do believe that everything was created perfectly and divinely for us, uh, not just us as humans, but for this entire universe. It was created. That's basically the essence of simulation theory, that we are in a created universe, not a naturally occurring universe. Okay, very cool. So the one thing that simulation does not take into account is consciousness. Simulation theory only takes into account the container of which we're in, not the life forms itself. Once again, simulation theory is all about the environment. It's about the container. It's about the concept of, is this entire reality just a simulation, right? Now, I do believe that this entire container, this entire reality, everything that we see around us in this entire universe was created. I also believe that the bodies that we're existing and living in as well were created. Now, I don't believe that every single being in this entire universe was created by something else. I believe that the fundamental physics within this universe, so the limitations of this computer simulation, were created, right? So say, for example, you have a computer, and of course, every computer, every system has its own limitations, right? The computer software itself has limitations. The hardware of the computer has limitations very similar to this entire universe. We have the limitations within the laws of physics. I believe that all of that was created. I believe that we, as a soul, created the containers that we're currently existing in, and, of course, we're playing this game within this simulated reality. Therefore, we have to play within the limitations of the confines within this container. I know it's a lot to think about, but it really starts to make sense. So I believe that our own sentience, awareness, and conscious free will choice as a soul decided to be in the body that we are in right now. But I believe that the container of our body and this reality was created by something else. So then if simulations theory thinks that this entire reality is artificial, therefore it wasn't created naturally, then the biggest question that I land on is who created this reality? 
if we are created, if this is artificial, then who created us? Now, a lot of maybe scientists, like I don't know how they answer this question, to be honest. Um, I haven't really looked into this in a research-based level. I've only channeled what I know. So I wouldn't be surprised that this freaks a lot of people out to think that there's one being out there or maybe religious people think it's a god that created this reality or simulation. Actually, um, I do know this answer, which is a lot of scientists believe that it is a future version of ourselves that created this version of our virtual reality. I honestly don't believe that that's the case at all. <laughs> I think that that's, I don't want to say a waste of time, but there's, there's bigger fish to fry than just doing that or focusing on that. I believe that consciousness created this physical reality. Now, if we go all the way back into the microcosm understanding of reality and life itself, we go back to the double slit experiment. All that says is that our conscious observation creates the physical world around us. It is only through observation where the atoms and the particles around us are in a state of solid or wave. It is our consciousness that creates the physical reality. Therefore, energy creates physical, right? Energy creates this physical reality. Same goes with health, right? You think you're sick, you're going to get sick. Our thoughts create our reality. That, I know for a fact, has been proven. Really cool. So what's to say that our consciousness, the collective consciousness in the universe, the sentient energy and vibrational frequency that just is, right, the heartbeat of the universe, I believe that that is what created this physical simulation. And so here we are, we're back at the understanding and the knowing that it's source energy and conscious vibrational frequency that not only runs through this entire universe, but it has now created the entire universe. So the understanding that consciousness created this reality is not a new concept, but when we apply it to simulation theory, it, it is a new concept. And I think that if physicists and scientists really start to take in and understand this concept, then we're going to get way farther ahead than using the measurement and the materials and the observations that we're using right now. If we observe our reality through our container of a human, then we are only observing the physical aspect of this reality, which means that we're really only observing 10%, well, let's just say 50% of this entire reality, we're missing a whole other world that we're not taking into account, that we're not observing, and that we're not applying to simulation theory. Simulation is theory is flawed because we're only looking at the physical existence of this universe. When we take into account consciousness, just like in any other study, we open it up to the answers that we're all seeking. And that's it. I believe that the only reason why consciousness created this simulation, this video game that we're all playing, is because Source, consciousness, wanted to see itself play out a variety of different 
experiences, really. That's really what I think it is. And that's what I love to do, you know, as my own sentient awakened being. I love deep diving into The Sims and playing out a reality where I have kids or a reality where I'm a vet and I have like 10 dogs, you know, or a reality where I have a girlfriend or a reality where I have a boyfriend or a reality where, you know, I'm an actress, right? So there's all these different things and the observation and the intelligence and the awareness behind how are these sentient free will beings in this video game contained you know within a container and you know having the power of consciousness what are they going to do right with their own free will and that is the ultimate test in life it's not even a test that's the ultimate experience in life is to just be here and to understand our limitations, but then also to understand that we can surpass any physical limitations with our vibrational frequency, with our non-physical energy. And that right there, that is the true power of the universe. And we all need to realize that we hold that power within ourselves in every single waking and even non-waking moment. Now that, my friends, is something to really think about. What can you do beyond the limitations of this matrix reality? I will leave you all with that. I encourage you all to play The Sims. <laughs> Thanks again for listening and expanding your mind with yours truly, Elizabeth April. I will be back next Tuesday with another riveting, mind-expanding topic from the universe. Have a beautiful and wonderful and amazing rest of your week.